Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by a team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichara Spikin. This is Norhadi House. Uh, we do have now a very special guest here, Rebecca Howard. She is a programming expert and director at the EDR International Base in UK. Thanks for coming and welcome to us, Rebecca. Thank you for inviting me, Norhadi. Mm -hmm. Okay, so today's topic is high-performing procurement leaders, and we would like to discuss a bit about uh, leadership in, in procurement. So, but before that, Rebecca, it's, uh, it's quite interesting to know your professional background and uh, what exactly you do at the ADR International. Sure. So I'm a director of learning at ADR International. ADR is a global procurement consultancy that specializes mm -hmm. in procurement learning and development. And I started my career as a buyer in industry. I was a graduate procurement recruit at British Airways. And I liked the idea of being able to work on several different categories of spend. And so after spending some time working in industry, I then moved into consulting and I worked with KPMG. And I expanded more into global advisory work at ADR. And now I've worked with multinational firms in more than 30 countries around the world. I rose to director in the ADR business as we shifted from advisory and procurement work to procurement talent. And so now I support organizational change programs in the procurement capability space. I design interventions for our delivery team that will help transform skills and behavior and deliver as much value as possible mm -hmm. from the third parties we work with. So most of my time, I spend coaching individuals and teams, and I provide instructor-led training in classrooms and online, and I support our e-learning tools as well. So... Um Everyone likes to believe that uh, they are procurement leaders, but uh, in your opinion, what actually defines a leader and how can procurement professional work towards setting themselves as leaders in the sector? Yeah, it's a great question because each sector will have its own priorities, its own needs and its own challenges. But mm. I think regardless of the environment we're working with as procurement professionals, we are always the ambassadors of procurement excellence in any business and the ambassadors of business ethics. We're the people who everyone looks to to do the right thing. And so I think that leadership is something that everyone should be expected to display in procurement. I work with a lot of organizations that have wonderful competency frameworks that talk about procurement skills and leadership often appears on those as a skill that is relevant for everyone at every level in the organization. And I think that's important that we don't limit leadership capabilities just to senior people. It's an expectation of every individual. So I think for procurement professionals who are working towards asserting themselves as leaders in their sector, it's really important that we show leadership partly through the traditional stuff like just sharing learning 
keep expanding your network, keep connecting with peers globally, not just mm-hmm. within your industry, but actually outside of the industry so that some of that learning can cross-fertilize as well. And I think the times that we live in at the moment show that information has become very um, democratized. You know, Everybody expects access to good quality information as fast as possible. We're learning that functional silos are completely useless, as is sort of single country or single industry thinking. And as procurement people, I think leaders do this well by by thinking about everything they do in terms of flow. So I think great leaders really visualize the flow of value between customers throughout their whole business, all the way through to our partners in accounts payable. And procurement people that make strategies that really optimize that flow, always thinking about where the points of efficiency, where the points of waste are, and just making it as easy as possible to buy in a safe, ethical way that brings advantage to everyone in that system is effective. So I think that's one good way of really thinking about asserting yourself as a leader, as well as being a really great role model, a role model, not just obviously for the usual technical skills, Mm -hmm. but being a role model for graciousness. So appreciating your staff and suppliers in ways that are meaningful to them. Some people will need, um, you know, more support and help. But the important thing is not to over enable people by telling them what to do, but empower them. Set the expectation that suppliers and your team have to problem solve, have to collaborate, and that it's up to them to call out when they need help, whether that's because of capability or resource or mental health. Call out and ask for help when leaders are available and they're there. And I think finally, great leaders always keep sharing their stories and not just success stories about how we've done something Mm -hmm. wonderfully and how we've achieved great things, but just they're really honest about the failures. You know, failures are great learning points. They help you, they help others. So don't deny the truth, you know, Mm -hmm. be honest about when things go wrong because the road is never straight on any kind of transformation or initiative. So do share those stories as well. Other things I would like to know is uh, what are the essential skills and uh, capabilities that uh, differentiate high performance from the average of other procurement professionals? Yeah, it's it's a great question because so much there's a question of skill and capability. And mm-hmm. when I talk about capability frameworks, I notice often there's an, an expansion, an increase on the number of skills that can appear. And before we know it, we're expected to have a whole sort of rainbow of an assortment of skills. And yet procurement leaders do tell me that consistently it's behaviors that make a difference. So I think integrity always Mm -hmm. important, not being afraid to admit limitations, either individually or for the team, or whether it's about systems we've got and technology, just tell it how it is. Mm -hmm. You know, procurement leaders 
always have personal commitment, I think. And what makes them, you know, maybe different from an average procurement professional is that they're not afraid to have difficult conversations. They invite them, whether that's having to explain to a supplier what's happening in this COVID environment or whether it's with staff who are feeling a little bit uncertain about the future. They really get out ahead of situations and start communicating often and early. And I think another skill and capability that makes a difference is just an innate desire to help others. That Mm -hmm. real growth mindset that says, I want to develop people. I want to develop suppliers. I want to create a sense of team because everyone likes to feel they're part of a sort of winning project that they can contribute in their own way. So I think cross-functional projects that really engage with stakeholders in a way that uses their metrics so if they're working with accounts payable find out what their goals on and how they measure success when we're working with people who set specifications or budget holders what are their metrics for success so we don't have a sense of you know my project or your project it is just a business initiative and everybody is winning because they're getting their own goals met as well Mm -hmm. and I noticed that really high performance leaders are just magnets for success. You know, they're the kind of wonderful personalities that don't need to court attention or gain favor. Everybody just wants to be in their gang. I think those really high performance leaders are people who found that area of passion mm-hmm. and they're clearly living it. And I think if, if uh, you know, we're, we're able to find ways to allow people the space to find their passions and to find out the things that they're really good at, we can help people play to their strengths. Yeah. And uh, how can I become a good procurement leader? What leads to being a successful leader? It's a good question. And I think there's lots of practices that we as procurement professionals can apply on a daily basis. And lots of them are really practical things like how we manage our supplier relationships. So I think if we're thinking, what can I do to become a great procurement leader? I think always be working towards having supplier relationships that you can be really proud of. And that means in many cases, we have to set very clear expectation with our suppliers about how we expect them to perform, but also how we expect them to behave. So I think to be a good leader, we've spent time mapping out the sorts of behaviors that are appropriate to different supplier relationships. Now, great Procurement leaders, I think, are always getting involved in sponsoring key supplier relationships. So we get procurement executives that are kind of nominated to look after certain supply relationships really at at an executive level. So maybe they're facing off with executives in the supplier organization. They may be people who we escalate to for challenges. And they're certainly people who really the supplier has access to as a kind of reward for success. So when they have been doing things well, we can access those people. And I think suppliers that see, you know, you as procurement leaders as a real source of business achievement, as an opportunity to innovate, they really buy into our values. They they really get that. So I think 
more time, even more than we do at the moment, spending time looking externally to Mm -hmm. our suppliers and thinking, how can I really improve the quality of these relationships? And, um, you know, focus, of course, on some of the metrics that we're looking to, but focus on the kinds of things that motivate and inspire suppliers as well. you know, I think others who are thinking, you know, what can I do to really contribute to being a successful leader is ironically not um, not being worried to ask for help. You know, I think there can be an expectation that leaders are the source of all knowledge and, and information, that they are the experts in everything. But again, I, I observe that that is not the case at all. And if we're mapping out what the expectation of, of staff skills are, that leaders have um, often a different skill set where we're not always expecting expert capability in all of the technical skills. But procurement people, I think, are the sorts of people Um, people who don't like a sense of owing others and they're they're not always comfortable with sort of favors either sort of ethically or or for business relationships but people do like to be useful and so it is okay to ask for help it can actually build a bond to ask someone else so whether that means that you're looking for a mentor or you're looking for someone to give you some advice on a negotiation strategy Mm -hmm. or you're having a challenging relationship with another senior stakeholder you know do ask others their opinion and their advice because consulting other people is respectful it's a wonderful way of demonstrating that you um, appreciate other people because you sort of admire their knowledge and their expertise. And, you know, when we, when we get mentors in unexpected places, you know, sometimes in a different part of the world or in a different function, we can really learn from that rather than just, um, you know, sticking to our own industry and our own environment. Yeah. So I think if we keep talking to people, you know, keep finding the things that they're passionate about. And, you know, we just keep um, contributing to our community. That also is a great way to become a successful leader. Mm-hmm. So we have discussed about the skills, capability, and also how to become a good uh, program leaders. So another question is, uh, what is the impact of uh, this uh, good leadership in a procurement to the organization and also to the business? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're procurement people, so we're always thinking about value and about the total cost of ownership. And I think the impact of good leadership is all about operational cost management and operational success. Great leaders look at inefficiency in the business ruthlessly. They don't accept workarounds. They don't accept the, you know, points of waste and pain. They look again, at the whole chain from the business user through to accounts payable, and they look for things that are not working well. And I think when they do that, the perception of procurement is transformed. We're not then people who are only worried about, you know, looking at price reduction. We're not the bad guys. We're not the people who are setting ourselves as a sort of service function to superiorly support stakeholders buying stuff um, as fast as possible. We're somehow the people who can facilitate all of these different functions and really make collaboration work. And I think when collaboration works, you really get to the bottom of some of those operational inefficiencies, whether that's through the source to pay process, whether that's through how we are onboarding suppliers, 
whether that's through the whole um, requisitioning activity to make sure that it's as seamless as possible. So I think the impact of good leadership in terms of operational cost reduction is completely clear. And I think when procurement is doing well and we've got great leadership, it's visible in the organization because suddenly procurement becomes visible. The stamp of procurement is everywhere. Mm -hmm. They're somehow referenced. Their contribution is visible on the sustainability activities that procurement is doing. You know, when procurement is working on ethical, economic, social, and environmental activities, it is clear that is affecting the organization, the communities that we work within, and it's really giving the organization good credentials when it comes to corporate and social responsibility. I think procurement is completely visible on the bottom line, and it's recognized that some of the work we're doing, you know, again, it's, it's usually not price reduction because those things disappear real quick, uh, you know, when, we, when it comes to spending money. But when we are able to be working on the sort of um, continuous improvement projects that really make customers happy and make the end customer loyal, that's really visible. I think, you know, if shareholders are talking about the value of procurement and the impact it makes, you know that procurement has been succeeding. And frankly, it's it's visible in the supplier as well. If you go visit your suppliers, the fact that you can somehow see the impact of procurement on the supplier, you know, notice boards when they're talking about procurement have said congratulations and thank you for being a fab supplier maybe the metrics that the supplier is working to have been influenced by procurement and similarly as well the suppliers are so aware and so tuned in to the end customer that procurement has has kind of facilitated that and the supplier knows you know, how do our customers feel? Not just, uh, you know, have there been complaints or warranty claims, but when the customer's really feeling delighted and when they're feeling like they want to support the organization, the supplier knows too, you know, they've, they've really got that connection. And it's not, you know, it's, it's not just about a sort of public relations exercise. It's just being honest that, in the organization, everyone is a buyer to some extent. And that, that's a good thing. You know, don't fear that our colleagues and our stakeholders are somehow going to steal our work or become better at us than buying. It's about raising that awareness so that that procurement um, mindset for value delivery is visible somehow in everyone's role. I think that's a real win. Mm-hmm. And I think... <laughs> You know, it's it's really visible that that impact of good leadership when your suppliers are loyal, you know, and we know at the moment when times get tough, you know, suppliers have got a choice. They they can either think, you know, I'm not liking the environment I'm in. I want to go and support other industries. I want to change my product set to be a bit more. Um, you know, protected from risk. But I think when times get tough and I can see some organizations where their suppliers, they're, you know, the suppliers are jumping into the lifeboat with the organization. They're trying to find solutions together. So suppliers are not there just to, you know, accept a mandated price reduction or to mm-hmm. accept the fact that their order's been canceled and we're trying to push goods back to them. It, they have a different role. Their role is to come up with ideas. Their role is to figure out how we're going to get through it. And, and they do it unthinkingly 
when they when that loyalty has been fostered and encouraged and we've been treating them in a way where they know that the work they do leads to business success for them there's a real clear connection mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me so i think you know good procurement it, it is visible clearly on the bottom line, but I think it's visible outside the organization as well. And mm-hmm. that's when you know you've really been succeeding. Okay, so before we close today's talk, uh, do you have any final thoughts or KTX way that you like to share with our listener? Yeah, I'd, I'd love just to share with the listener that, you know, as procurement people where I, I started the, the discussion today, Nahadi, talking about we're all about value. And I think we we do have to accept that value does have different definitions across the groups that we work with, whether it's our end customers, our stakeholders, our suppliers and our colleagues. So, you know, have a bit of flexibility when we're defining value about how we're thinking, how we're going to measure it, how we're going to think about how we deliver it. It might well be that as procurement leaders, we need to encourage our category teams to define it for themselves and to have some variability in the uh, in the way that we're demonstrating it, not for everyone to be working towards very rigid and identical measures. And I think when we're, you know, when we're really role modeling in procurement, I think that's when we're being excellent leaders. We, we're role modeling the right way to do things. People can see from the way that we behave that it's, it's a way that they want to operate as well. And that means sometimes we've got to call out unprofessional behaviors and say, you know, this is not acceptable. I think we've got to be constantly watchful of anything that breaches our sustainability goals and our practices. And that includes being very watchful for fraud, which is unfortunately prevalent in times of crisis. And I think good leaders are constantly keeping their eye on that as well. And I think always, you know, for me, just finally, I think in procurement and any function, we always just keep having to mind our manners. I think manners are more important than ever in difficult scenarios that we keep appreciating people. We keep recognizing the efforts they put in. We thank people and where relevant, we do apologize and we're honest about mistakes that have been made because if it doesn't feel good for you, you know, you're, you're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong mindset. I think when passion guides us in procurement that makes great procurement leaders that other people just naturally want to be part of their team okay so thanks again rebecca i really enjoyed the conversation with you today um see you and goodbye thank you nahadi at Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Vichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.vicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.